I'm Mark Middleton with Bill Schaefer, and this is Growing Boulder. We're about to meet one of the boldest men who ever lived, a man who broke barrier after barrier of racial discrimination. He was witness to Dr. Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement, and he continues to serve his community today at the age of 97. And, and Mark, there's even more to this, because recently he was part of a group of African-Americans invited to the nation's capital and awarded the Congressional Gold Medal. He was one of the legendary Mountford Point Marines who, during World War II, broke the color barrier, becoming the first African-Americans in the Marine Corps. What an honor to speak with Dr. James Huger. Hey, Doc, how are you? I'm hanging in there. How you doing, partner? <laughs> Listen, 97 years old, you're doing more than hanging, aren't you? <laughs> the Lord has been good to me. And and you're feeling good today? Hanging in there. Hey, listen, tell us about that ceremony, the Congressional Gold Medal. How much did that mean to you? It was an out-of-sight experience. Did you get to meet the president? No, the president was out of the country. Well, he better get back into the country and shake your hand personally because you you certainly deserve that. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of folks don't know that the last branch of the military to finally integrate was the Marines. What was it like to want to fight for your country when your own country refused to treat you as an equal? Well, we had a chance. We had a chance to prove that we could do the job. You know, when we went into the Marines, they did not want us as black people. In fact, the first formal meeting we had that morning, the man said, we have existed 167 years without you people, and we could continue to exist without you. We do not want you. They did not want us in there, but we were able to go into the Marines and prove to them that we could do anything that anybody else could do, in many instances, do those things better than many people. And because of what you did, Dr. Huger, 25,000 African Americans ended up serving in the Marines in World War II. Only three advanced to sergeant major, and you were one of them. Well, I think there were four of us uh, that made sergeant major. I was in administration Charlie Anderson was in the administration, and uh, the other guys were in the field. Well, congratulations to all of you for that. And, and, and you know, you, you really had to deal with some stuff. Uh, we have been told that you were in your sergeant major uniform. You got six nice stripes on there. You're walking in Washington, D.C., and you get arrested. Is that true? Yes, there what? were four of us. What did they Washington for the weekend? And when we got off the flight, off the train, uh, the MP just came up and said, Marine, you are under arrest. We looked to see who the hell he was talking to. <laughs> he was talking to me. Well, I had on my Navy, I mean, my Marine blue. And uh, I said, Well, what's the charge? He said, Don't say anything. We told you to get to the man. So we went into the office of the day, and he said, I arrested this man. And he said, what's the charge? He said, impersonating a staff NCO. So the officer looked at me and looked at those six stripes on that blue outfit, and he said, are you kidding? And 
to the man and said, no, sir. He said, but you checked his ID, didn't you? So he said, no, I did not, sir. He said, but I saw he was colored, had six stripes on his arm. I knew that was wrong because no, no Negroes had six stripes in the Marine Corps. But by that time, the man looked at my papers and they had Sergeant Major James Hughes. He said, Sergeant Major, I'm sorry. I said, sir, you hear what I'm going to say to this PFC. I said, this is the first time you made this mistake, and I'm going to try to be doggone sure that you'll ever make it again. We are striped like you, anybody else. And uh, for you to say we're not supposed to be wearing this, then you got a problem. We do not have a problem. We're talking with Dr. James Huger, a true American hero, one of the first Marines, one of the first African-American Marines ever. But that's not it. Tell us about your relationship with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You met him in 1939, but you actually went to Montgomery, Alabama for his famous trial. What was what was that like working with him? Well, I met uh, Dr. King when I took leave from Bethune Cookman to serve as the general secretary of our college fraternity. And we got Dr. King to deliver the 50th anniversary address for the fraternity. We went along generally, and then when he got arrested, my president called and said, Jimmy, Martin has just been arrested, and I want you to find some way prove to the world that Alpha is for him. Well, we got together, and seven of us went to Montgomery to sit with Dr. King during his trial. Now, I have said over and over again, I was born and raised in the South, had all kinds of crazy deals, listening to people call us everything but the child of God. But I was never so disappointed as I was as those white lawyers talked about Dr. King. Not one time did they ever say Dr. King or Reverend King. We knew he wouldn't say Mr. King. We knew that. But we thought he would say one or the other two. We were ready to get ready to walk out of there when one of them referred to him as that boy. Mm. Dr. King looked at us and shook his head and he said, Cool it, brothers. Cool it. This too shall pass. Well, Dr. Huger, this is a good spot for us to stop. We're going to have to have you on again. Your stories are tremendous, and we want to thank you for going through what you did to help us all learn and to help us all gain our senses. And and you earned respect, sir, and we have so much for you. There he is from the legendary Mountford Point Marines, a man who dedicated his life to making a difference. What an honor to talk to Dr. James Huger, 97 years old. (laughs) 